we may be seeing the first victim to and the first shoe to drop since Google Bard was announced. Uh, this the AI search competitor Neva has officially announced that it is going to be shutting down its consumer search product um, in the coming weeks. This is really interesting. So obviously Neva has actually been around. A lot of people just have found out about it since ChatGPT and kind of the hype around AI started. But Neva has actually been around since 2019. It was started by a former Google executive um, who essentially said that he was just disillusioned with everything happening at Google. He felt like uh, Google was pursuing growth abusers at all costs. Um, and so he decided he would like to create a better privacy-focused search engine. And he created Neva.com, which was um, an AI search engine. And you could, you know, similar to what Google Bard is doing now, you could search and get AI results on Neva. Um, so they have announced that they are shutting it down. Uh, you, we, you know, one can only assume that uh, after Google Bard came out, there wasn't really much hope for them um, to think that they could win in the search engine space, uh, a privacy-focused search engine. Uh, obviously, that is super difficult. You know, we have other ones. There's, uh, I believe, DuckDuckGo and a couple other competitors. I think Brave has uh, its own search engine as well. Um, and so I think there's been another, uh, like a handful of other like privacy focused competitors, essentially they're like the anti Google or the anti Facebook who, uh, take all of your information and sell it or use it to target you with ads. So we have these other people, um, Neva, you know, was really prominent because it was specifically AI. So it was kind of doing what like Microsoft Bing and Google Bard are doing. But as soon as these, like, honestly, as soon as Google Bard rolls out and it's going to be used by billions of people, it's included in Google search results. Honestly, Neva kind of dies uh, because it's just so much more powerful. They have so many more resources. That being said, of course, uh, the privacy aspect of it, I'm sure, was great um, because Google still is not doing that, obviously. But I, I believe that there's probably other um, competitors that probably were just beating them. So they uh, essentially they released uh, they released a blog post, and the reason that they said they're shutting down is because they said that um, acquiring users has been really hard. Um, and they also said that different economic uh, environments have made it clear that a business in consumer search is not sustainable. That's just what they were saying. They said, this is a really tough decision that took into account lots of things. Our business progress so far, the current funding environment, and our ability to continue to grow quickly in this vastly changing search environment. Um, they, he tweeted that out on Saturday. So I think it's interesting, um, you know, I've been in software before, like customer acquisition can be really hard unless you have like incredible product market fit. I would have been really curious to see their numbers um, over the last couple months and their adoption because I heard Neva shilled by some really prominent and, uh, you know, big podcasters, uh, Jason Calacahannis from This Week in Startups and the All In Podcast talked relentlessly about Neva to the point that his co-hosts would like complain that it was like always a sponsored thing. But like you got to think that a lot of these people using AI um, have heard of it or seen it. And I would be really curious to see what their user numbers were. But I, I also know that uh, when it comes to search, there is a cost associated with every single search. And when you have a free search engine um, and, P and like all of your users are essentially free unless you can learn to monetize really quickly, which when you're a privacy search engine is a lot harder. Um, I imagine that that would have been difficult. And that probably is where they ran into a snag. So... Um, I think this is going to be interesting to see what comes next in the landscape. If we see more prominent uh, AI companies 
like this drop. And that that um, being said, Neva is not shutting down. Essentially, they said that they're going to explore um, other consumer applications of their AI technology, other applications of their te AI technology um, beyond just search. I, I think it's honestly, it's kind of sad, I'm sure, because this has been around since 2019 and it's probably their dream and they, they hustled for it and whatnot. But uh, they probably missed the boat by not raising more funding in um, 2001 when things were frothy. You know, they had two years to do it um, because 2022 and uh, 2023 have been rough on raising funds for any sort of software company. That being said, AI did seem to have a bit of a boom. I would assume Neva would have gotten a spike in numbers. I'm surprised, you know, they weren't able to grab some quick money because they'd been around a while in the space. That being said, though, I know the number one question uh, people would have brought up because in my my current software company in AI, which isn't anything related to search, it's also still this number one question people bring up. But they people are obviously going to say, what happens when Google does the exact same thing? And I think Neva really probably struggled to answer that question to investors to differentiate themselves and to actually... Um, show that they had a moat, right? A leaked memo from Google said, we don't have a moat and neither does OpenAI. And I think for someone like Google and OpenAI, not having a moat is fine because, well, it's not fine. It's not great, but like they, they can go ahead because they're obviously the biggest. They can spend millions or billions of dollars developing this technology. And that money spent is, you know, essentially their moat, although things get cheaper. So it becomes less and less of a moat. Um, but the users they have, the money they spent, first mover advantage, those are things that Google and OpenAI really want to focus on. Um, and a company like Neva just really can't keep up with what they were doing. So um, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, what they continue. They said they're going to explore use cases for generative AI and large language models in uh, search going forward. Um, and they said that all of the customers... Um, that currently have paid for it are going to get a refund. This is really interesting. Like they're not even just leaving up like some sort of basic version of the technology for their paid users to just continue to use and continue to make money. They're literally just refunding the unused portion of any of their premium users and they're deleting all user data uh, as part of the shutdown. Now, my one caveat or like one side note, which is just purely speculative, but the one thing this reminds me of with the whole um, deleting all of the data stuff is potentially, I highly doubt this happened, but potentially if there's some sort of data breach um, and uh, they felt like it was on, they were not, they're not able to redeem themselves. This is, you know, an interesting path they might also take. It just reminds me of Google Plus. Uh, essentially, Google had their Facebook competitor, Google Plus. Um, it got a lot, uh, it didn't get a lot of traction. Honestly, it kind of made them look bad because Facebook kept just like kicking their butt in that department. And eventually there was a big data breach. Uh, it got hacked. And so then Google just like pulled the plug and said, shutting it down, deleting all the data, deleting the whole thing. They didn't even like just kind of leave it up as like one of their half-baked products that's just kind of chilling like they have done other times. Google, to be honest, is pretty good at pulling the plug. And I think the reason uh, on like unsuccessful products, and I think the reason, especially for Google Plus, is as soon as they had that data breach, they just wanted to like completely get rid of that uh, because it essentially was a liability. So I doubt this is the case with Neva, but it is interesting that they're just deleting all of the data and refunding everybody and not even like, you know, trying to continue to make money from that. So I think the uh, the executives over at Neva said they'll have more to share in the coming weeks. So we will look forward to seeing that. But I do think this is a really interesting story because this is the first shoe to drop. This is the first AI company to bite the dust, not just like startup, because there's a hundred startups right now that are building like 
honestly a lot of them are building like what you would consider features they're like oh we do this cool thing and the question is is that a feature or is that a fully fledged product neva was a fully fledged product so that's why i think that it's actually interesting to talk about whereas a lot of these other ai companies when they say like hey ChatGPT just unleashed plugins now our whole company is dead or like google just released like x y and z like in or like you know google released like a feature that auto writes emails in gmail now my whole company is dead it's like yeah, the problem is a lot of these companies were just like features. They weren't fully fledged products or platforms or uh, they're just like a little feature or a little gimmick, essentially, a, a, like a faster way to integrate ChatGPT into something. And I think you don't have a moat in that case. And a lot of companies are going to really struggle if that's all they have to stand on. Um, and so I, those companies definitely are going to struggle. But something like Neva, which is a search engine, which, you know, arguably has a mode, takes a lot of like manpower and a lot of resources to get something like that going. Um, seeing a company like that shut down their search operations, I think is very telling in the space. I, I wonder, as we see Apple's making announcements that they're getting into AI, Amazon's making announcements that they're getting into AI. And as we kind of see this consolidation of Microsoft, Google, Apple, and Amazon, what other companies, prominent AI companies, we will see die because they become irrelevant or they can't keep up um, or they just weren't big enough to uh, compete with these, you know, the big players in the space. So that is an area that we will continue to follow into the future. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AIbox, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day.